We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's going on, everyone? Jenna Cameron, John Riches. We broadcast today from Borgata. Wonderful to be with you on 94 WIP. Off and rolling on this a Friday morning after the Sixers. Well, they lose last night to Luke and Kyrie, and I mean to Luca. And Kyrie, both of whom uh, put up uh, 40 burgers. That was something. Uh, Darius Slay with some, I'll use the word interesting comments, but I want to use other words and will in a lot of ways about what he said yesterday on a podcast about the uh, Eagles Super Bowl loss. We'll get to Philly Spring Training, some uh, comments from Larry Bow and more. A lot to do on what should be a, a busy day. Beat the Hammer today at 745. A lot of calls throughout. 215-592-9494. Richie Rich. Joe, spider silk is stronger than steel. Wow, that's wild. five times stronger than steel. Oh, you should have led with that. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, I wish I wish the Eagles had some of that on defense during the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let me say that. It. Yeah. Um, Lightweight and strong. Yeah, I hear you, man. That's a, that's a pretty cool fact. Uh, hello to Rhea. Hello to Devin. Hello Morning. to Seltzer. Hello. Um, look, guys, I got to tell you, we've seen championship losses before in Philly sports, but I think. We may have seen last night and heard yet last night maybe the worst, certainly one of the worst series of comments by a player ever after a championship loss in Philadelphia sports history. I got to tell you, I'm disgusted with what Darius Slay said. And I know a lot of people have probably not yet heard this audio. I don't feel like it's made the rounds yet. It certainly will today. And let me just say this before we play the audio. I respect, I really respect, truly respect Darius Slay sticking up for his teammate C.J. Gardner-Johnson. If you followed the back and forth over the last, I guess it's now close to three weeks or so, since the Super Bowl with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster from the Chiefs and C.J. Gardner-Johnson, obviously the Eagles, and what essentially has been a beef, a feud, whatever you want to call it, back and forth, back and forth. Um, And I appreciate that Slay steps in there and, and wants to stick up for his teammate, his guy. That's cool. That's great. But Slay went way, way in the wrong direction. I mean way in the wrong direction. Essentially abdicating responsibility for the Eagles Super Bowl loss. I want to play this audio because I found this. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I'll just, at a very what basic level. What are you level, talking about? John, I could Abdicating not... responsibility Absolutely. for the loss? Absolutely. Uh, are we watching a different video? Well, we're going to we're gonna hear it right now. We'll play the full version, and then we'll drill down on the part that really cheeses me here. You're going to hear Slay sticking up for Gardner Johnson. You're going to hear Slay talking about the Super Bowl. Uh, make of it what you will. Here's the uh, full version of, of this particular piece of audio slay on his podcast uh called the volume here's what darius slay said come on juju y'all trolling and it rubbed me the wrong way since y'all be wanting out here clown and stuff all pro jb one of the best in the game did what he did of course he got a holding call i honestly hold every play just like y'all offensive guys push off every play now let's be honest like he, he mahomes a dog out there and him and travis had a crazy connection 
other than that, it was lights, camera, action out there for us. We having a field day. We was having a great, great game. We just had a hard time with caps. We did feel like our DBs was way better. And that's that's what happened on the field, y'all. I think they threw for like, what, 180 pounds, 80 yards? Yeah, we won the number one pass defense for a reason. And you know, to come out like that, talking crazy, you need to fix that. That ain't called for, man. Y'all be taking it to a whole new level right now, man. Y'all new generation, a little weird. What Juju need to be doing is really just be worrying about his little TikTok dances and keep it going and stop trying to play like that, man. You better play like that on TikTok. That's what we got apps for, dancing apps that y'all be on, man. Stop playing with my dog. Look, sticking up for your teammate, awesome. Love it. John, I'll stick up for you. Rhea, yeah. Devin, like, sticking up for teammates matters. Um, going to the point where you say, other than that, Mahomes and Kelsey, other than that, it was lights, camera, action. Can we? I, I just want to drill down on that piece of audio for a moment. Seltzer, roll the tape on the other than that part and really think about two and a half weeks after a Super Bowl loss, whether this is what you want to hear from one of the Eagles' best players, who, by the way, was on the side of the ball that like, literally was the side of the ball while they lost the Super Bowl. Could listen not get a stop in the second yeah, half. Yeah, listen to this. Didn't get a stop. Yeah, listen. Mahomes a dog out there, and him and Travis had a crazy connection. Other than that, it was lights, camera, action out there for us. We having a field day. We was having a great, great game. We just had a hard time with caps. We did feel like our DBs was way better. And that's, that's what happened on the field, y'all. I think they threw for like, what, 180 pounds, 80 yards? I, I mean, I think- We just, wait, what did he say? We just had a hard time with Travis? Yeah, yeah that's it. Travis yeah. wasn't running the orbit motion on no. either of those touchdowns that they just rang up like I can't Bring believe it. Papa I, and boom, there you go. You guys, got a touchdown. I got of charge. That's crazy to me. It's crazy to me that he takes it this far. What this is, is trash talking gone a little wrong because we're now taking it personally. But it's a mentality. Because, look, well, that's look, the problem. Look, I that's think the initially the mentality of, of Darius Slay was I'm going to defend my guy, James Bradbury. I think it's ridiculous that Juju Smith Schuster is still throwing shade his way. Everyone holds on every play. That's going to be the basis of my video. Yep. No one would have a problem with that. Went, yeah, it's skewed. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and he got into a little bit of trash talking. He got into a little bit of yep. the, you know, like let's exaggerate things a little bit to our advantage. Yep. And that's where he went wrong. Uh, he went terribly uh, astray. I mean, like I'm fascinated to hear what everyone thinks at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you think this is, uh, you know, a, a big deal or not. I mean, I'll just say this. I don't even know where to start. I guess I'll say this. Uh, well, you got a Darius, lot of parts. Darius, the, of parts. The, the Eagles. You, Are you, you more lo- happy? You, you lost the Super Bowl. Like, let's start with that. You lost. And now, believe as, me, he knows no, well, he well, lost the Super but, Bowl. But by, by you lost. Trust like, me. The defense lost the Super Bowl. And, yeah. you know, the defense had a huge hand in it. Everyone like, lost the Super Bowl, and that's the way they'll look at it forever. Yeah, but here's, but here's the issue, guys. Look, we all know it was a complicated loss because there was a bad field, there was a bad flag, there was an unusual fumble that handed the other team seven points, there was the reality of Gannon struggling, there was a bad punt, there was bad punt coverage, okay? But there was also a abysmal second-half performance by the defense. And when I hear Slay say this, hear, say this what I hear is – Complete and utter abdication of responsibility by Darius Slay. There were blown coverages. By the way, it wasn't just Mahomes and Kelsey. 
Juju Smith-Schuster had a whole bunch of catches. Hey, by the way, a it whole was bunch Darius of Slay in particular yep. on certain plays. Yeah. Like, we can think of the plays off the top of our head, the first orbit touchdown. Totally. Hey, wh what are you doing, man? And, and, and Why can't you swap that off? And, John, when he goes to, you know, like, they only had 180 yards. Well, yeah, they won the game. They also ran the ball effectively. Down right, so, because they yeah. spread the ball around. They did. So, think of it this way. If you're an Eagles defensive lineman, is the finger like, – how do you feel? Is, is, like, is Darius Slay speaking for the defense, the team, or just the defensive backs? Because I actually think he's speaking just for the defensive he's backs. He's speaking for that group. Yep. I agree and, with and you. And that's how these guys sort of identify because they spend the most time with your position group in your own meeting room with your own coach yeah. just going over film. You kind of forget about the plight of the other players and what they've dealt with, what their film even looks like. If I'm the other guys up front, it, it feels I'm, like he I'm forgot irate. what that film looks like. Yeah, I'm like, I'm irate because I'm like, wait, wait, is this? Because here's the deal. Super Bowl hangovers are real. Doesn't always happen, but it often happens. This is an example of how it happens. Yeah, sure. A, a key player abdicates responsibility. By extension, it's a finger point at the teammates up front that didn't do their job. He's like, hey, we only gave up 180 yards. Yeah, I that's mean, what you cling to, and it, there's a purpose to like, denial of the <laughs> reality of the situation there. Rhea, what are your thoughts? I think it's a disaster. I just want to point out to Darius, the game was televised to about 100 million people. Okay? I mean, they saw what they saw in that second half. They had The Kansas City Chiefs had four possessions. They scored a touchdown on three of them. It would have been a fourth if the Chiefs decided not to score. I mean, so it, it's it's completely – I mean, I don't, I'm not even think he ever looked at the film. You can't possibly he look at the film. He might not have, actually. Yeah. I, I I know a lot of guys, I, I personally, after playing in the Super Bowl, did not look at it because it was disgusting. Right. It was and too painful, destroyed. and I get that. I think there's yeah. a very good chance a good percentage of this team hasn't looked at it yet. I'm positive that the coaches didn't require it yeah. to this point because the only thing that they had on their itinerary was the like checkout schedule day where you just get a physical. Yeah. They they probably don't know exactly what it looked like. And I'm sure that that contributes to James Bradbury sounding like he didn't watch the game himself to some degree. Now, I'm not, you know, I'm not mad at James Bradbury for defending his teammate. You're saying I, Slay? Slay. You I, mean Slay. Oh, yeah, my yeah, bad. My yeah. bad. Yeah, I'm not mad at Slay for defending Bradbury. I appreciate that, James. I appreciate yep. that a lot. And I think that's part of what makes this team great, the way that they're built, the way that they depend upon one another, the way that they're ready to go to bat for one another. But it doesn't feel like our our guy is as, as informed as he needs to be to be speaking out about these topics. There's a right and wrong way to do it, right? So earlier in the week, we saw C.J. Garner-Johnson say something about the video. If you guys have seen Juju's TikTok video that yep. he made, it is ridiculous. Um, I don't recommend watching it because I watched it and feel like I wasted a one minute of my life. But it was just unnecessary. And I think A.J. Brown even came to his teammates' defense when you're t not taking responsibility like Darius Slade did, then you start to sound like the 49ers did when they lost to the Eagles. Well, that's the thing, like, Devin, Devin, I feel – see, here's the thing. As an Eagles fan, I, I, feel, I feel shame. That it's embarrassing. Of, it's embarrassing. That it's, because that he's one been of, a sore loser. That one of our players and one of our best players – like, 
it's not just that he said this, it's that he thinks this. Yeah, right. that's that's the problem. That's the problem. But don't you feel like there's some bravado in there? I mean, like, this is a yeah, little but... bit of, like, hey, he's puffing his chest out. There's a lot of trash talking going on afterwards. A lot of it is in good fun. A lot of it is on social media. Yep. He's kind of taking some of that theme and, and carrying it over here. He's just here. not doing it the right way. Look, if, 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 I'll say this, and everyone can weigh in, 215-592-9494. If you want to let Slay off the hook because you want to lean in the direction of appreciating that he's sticking up for his teammate and that it's uh, trash talk kind of gone awry, I mean, I can understand how someone arrives at that point of saying, I more appreciate that he's sticking up for his guy. The problem is, I think he really believed what he said. With regard to, hey, we only gave up 180 yards, basically talking about the pass coverage, which really is really pointing fingers at his own defensive lineman. Obviously, they have an issue with their coach because we already know Gardner Johnson put that out there. Uh, and I'm talking, when I say the coach, I'm talking about Gannon, who's now gone. I, I mean, it, it's just, it's foolish on so many levels. And a, a team that I was, so, look, guys, I love the Eagles. It's a great group of guys. They got, they got good dudes. They gave us a great season. This isn't to, like, dog them to the hilt. But Super Bowl hangovers are real. And when a team loses, Rhea, you said however, 100 million, whatever, however. <laughs> like, when you lose a game in front of that many people, there's more focus on that loss than any loss you've ever had. And people react. You know, Darius Slay saying, well, this generation, you know, gets weird. People get weird when they lose the Super Bowl. And it can have an effect on the next year. I, I got to tell you, and again, everyone can weigh in. It 2-1-5. can have an effect. It always has yeah. an effect. It will have an effect. It does get weird after yeah. you lose a Super Bowl. No doubt about I mean, it. It's is the a, worst loss of your career, yeah. of your life. And, it, and that's not going to change. Look, 215-592-9494. Your reaction to what Darius Slay said yesterday. We'll play the audio again throughout the show. Are you disgusted? about it like I am. What do you think of what the coaches think about it? What do you think of what Howie thinks about it? What do you think his defensive linemen think about it? What do you think the other players around the league think about it? Because I bet you they listen to this and they say, wow, Slay, what a bozo. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, we're at the Borgata, Rhea and Devin, Seltzer in the studio. It's going to be a busy show on 94 WIP. For more than 30 years, NovaCare Rehabilitation has been the Delaware Valley's trusted hometown physical therapy provider. NovaCare is proud to be part of the healing journey of so many patients and athletes. So this year, whether you've set 2023 goals for yourself or you're just making your health and well-being a priority, NovaCare is here for you every step of the way on your road to recovery. NovaCare is your trusted PT partner for recovering from aches and pains, gaining strength, and preventing injury. And with more than 150 convenient locations in the greater Philadelphia and South Jersey area, there is no better time to make NovaCare's movement experts part of your healthcare team. On behalf of everyone at NovaCare, thank you for choosing them to get back to work, back to sports, and back to life. To learn more about the. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Brought to you by Window Nation. Sixers dropped the second of their back-to-back, losing to the Mavericks in Dallas, 133-126. to in a game that featured very little defense, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving combining for 82 points. Sixers did score 17 straight from the end of the third through the first three minutes of the fourth, led largely by Tyrese Maxey with 10 of those points. James Harden, Joel Embiid mostly on the bench. Not enough, though, as the Sixers fall to 2-3 and three since the break. Beat the rush with off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay nothing for two years. Call 866 866- 90 Nation, or go to windownation.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast. Cloudy early, chance of showers later, a high of 44. It is currently 38. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. Got it. All right, from Borgata, Jetta Cameron and John Rich. Look, it's a shame when you have these days where a player just gets dragged through the mud on WIP. But it happens when they do something really stupid. I mean, Slay seems like a good dude, and he's a great football player. He's given the Eagles three outstanding years, and he was a big part of the reason why they were in the Super Bowl. But what he said was just flat-out ridiculous. Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. I mean, it just positively makes no sense. So do you take this the next step, and if you're the Eagles front office, do you start weighing this into the decision-making process? You know, Darius Slay is uh, a guy eventually you have to figure out, hey, is he part of the plan or not? We talked about how C.J. Gardner-Johnson, his uh, outbursts might affect the way the Eagles feel about him as he's a free agent. You know, this does feel like it's sort of going against the trend that the the type of guys that the Eagles are looking for, the kind of guys who keep their mouths shut, keep their head down, and just go out there and attack. They love ball, according to Nick Sirianni. (laughs) It's all about ball. Yeah, I'll say this, and then right to the phone, I'll say this. This is not about ball. Look. You got to connect with people. The last time the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, halfway through the next year, they kicked probably their best player off the team. Yep. And they kicked him off the team because he he couldn't get along with people. Uh, you know. Yeah. And he couldn't he couldn't not finger point. Let's go to the whether he was right or wrong. He couldn't he couldn't refrain. I'm talking to you. Everyone knows that he could not refrain from finger pointing, even when repeatedly told to no longer finger point. He <laughs> could not control finger pointing. I mean, this is not good for Slay. Yes, John, I do think you could factor in. Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. I need to come clean on, since we're talking about finger-pointing, Joe, I was finger-pointing today at the world, at at the Cosmos, believing that the Cosmos had something against me and that I was in my own. Is this your arrival thing today? My (laughs) arrival thing. Oh, Oh, yeah. The stress of our morning. I was in my own little, apparently, I felt like I was in my own little bubble as I was driving down to our show today 
because it didn't seem like my phone was working. For the second week in a row, for the second week in a row, this was a major mystery that I felt like the world, the cosmos, the universe was dead set against me because I couldn't get in touch with you guys. I could not get in touch with you guys. We couldn't get in touch with you. Correct. And <laughs> Seltzer, how many times you called? I'm, I'm counting right now. Hold on. So I called him... Uh, 34 times yeah. this morning. 34 and, times. And just for everyone listening, the reason, so we have a, a very brief pre-show phone call when we're on a remote broadcast like today, but in particular 34 times because we were genuinely worried John was still sleeping, which he wasn't, but yeah. as of about 5.30 today, we thought he wasn't Well, I, I couldn't get in touch with you one way or another to tell you whether I was or wasn't, yep. and it, uh, in this last break, Devin found the reason, <laughs> and I am an idiot. And what is the reason? I never adjusted my phones. Like, it was on Do Not Disturb, like we were working 10 to 2. So, like, I was not to be disturbed until 7. That's amazing. And you have a hardcore Do Not Disturb. Like, mine is if someone calls me more than once, it'll go through. Yours must just be like, like an automatic set. Yeah, I I don't remember doing that. I was like sometimes FaceTimes get through the, the silencing. It was nuts, man. Well, we found the answer. It's not the cosmos angry no, at me. Technology. It's wow. me being dumb. Operator about my error, we yes, call that. Operator yes. error. All right, to so the phones. That's unbelievable. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I'm glad he's alive because there's that also was that. my worry. I'm just happy you're there, buddy. Yeah, I'm so like, happy you're there. Happy was, to it be was here. a stressful morning. And was I feel very in? alive. Was there an accident? Like, we didn't quite know what was going on. All right, to the phones. Uh, Slay, what do you make of his comments? Mike kicks us off this morning. Good morning, Mike. All right, I'll start off. First things first, welcome to the morning show, ladies and gentlemen. Getting a whole lot of enjoyment out of that. Secondly is, I'm going to lose my mind. Forget about all the coaches. No, don't forget about the coach. Forget about the fans. How about us, Darius? No play, Slay. You got punked in the second half, chump, on the same play. Where was that at? And you're defending your your guy and all that? Guess what? You set a record in futility. Yes, you were on the freaking field with that. Guess what, dude? You ain't got nothing to stand on. I actually pulled off the side of the road, guys, because I couldn't do this in driving, just letting you know. I'm working all the way up in North Jersey. I had uh, maybe somebody's calling the cops on me now. I don't know. But I'm telling you right now. That guy got punked. That defense got punked. He has nothing to say or stand on. Podcast, dude, you're a freaking idiot. You're on drugs. What is going on? Well, I don't, think, I don't think he's on drugs, game? Mike. I don't think he's on huh? drugs, but it, it's a, a moronic, moronic line it, of thinking. It really is. It makes absolutely no sense. Dude, you got punked on national television. Second half, where were you guys? Your whole team got punked. What? Yeah. Man, they couldn't make a play. Slay. What about what about that? Don't worry about the holding call. Oh, you hold every time and all that. Well, that's an idiotic thing to say. Yeah, it was dumb that's to say. It was dumb. Yeah, it was true fans, and I thought I was over this. I was trying to get over this, and then you have this moron turn around and say something like that when he had no play, no play in the whole second half of the season, and then he shows up and he gets punked. They yeah. got punked. 
And All right, Mike, fast, fascinating. I'm just not well, really sure where Mike stands on this, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, you know, the biggest problem, the biggest problem I have with this is that I was so proud of the way that our team was dealing with the adversity. Yeah. They were not pointing the finger to the outside at any point. It was all, hey, we all played on the same field. Yep, yep. I can't chalk it up to this or to that or the calls. It's not one call that decides a game. And now suddenly you're going to go against that current and you're going to you're going to blast people, point the finger. And it really does feel like he didn't he didn't watch this game closely. And, and maybe that's what's ha what's happened. Guys don't always go back and watch the Super Bowl <laughs> after they lose it. And I don't I get that. Maybe he's yeah. romanticizing the Super Bowl it. now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's funny how, you know, when A.J. Brown and C.J. Garner-Johnson kind of say something and defend their teammate, everyone's like, re-sign him, especially when it comes to C.J. Garner-Johnson, where now with Darius Slay with these comments, it's like, uh -huh. well, do, you, do we think it'll play into if the team keeps him or not? I think it says a lot for not taking accountability. Look, it could. I mean, that's the reality. It could. Let's go to Kurt right now. Kurt, you're on WIP. Morning. I, I'm, I'm glad the previous guy brought all the energy because I don't know that I ever feel that way this early in the morning. Um, <laughs> uh, just a quick note. I, it's refreshing to see the folks in Philadelphia across the board pretty much looking critically and drilling down on what's happened since the loss as opposed to what, what goes on in San Francisco, where it's this uh, unquestioning evangelical um, adoration and worship of the team. And totally out of question. So this is this is refreshing, um, but I I don't know what's up with Slay. I mean that he's got a bit of a reputation for being a little bit entertaining at times with what he's got to say. No a question. Bit erratic yeah. in some of his views, but this is this is kind of over the top. You can't just pass this off as Slay being Slay. This is this is like a denial of reality. Not that I'm saying there's something unbalanced in the guy, but that's that's a willing and willful refusal to come to grips with what actually took place well, in the and, game. And, Kurt, I agree with you, and it's why I used the phrase earlier. You probably heard me say it's an abdication of responsibility. I mean, it's, it's basically saying not my fault, not our fault. And, by the way, to, to whatever extent he's probably talking for the defensive backs, one, it's inaccurate. Two, it's finger-pointing to the rest of the team. It's not cool. Right, and, you know, I know that a lot of times there's, you know, we mentioned yesterday with not knowing about what was going on uh, with the negotiations uh, with, with Hertz and his agents because we're not there. We're not, in the, we're not in the meetings. At the same time, you've got to wonder in this case, is if, even if he is saying something different to the team, to management, to the coaches, and actually taking some kind of accountability, putting that out there in public where everybody can see it, it's it's pretty damning. Well, it's not good. It is, Kurt. Appreciate the phone call, man. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Up ahead, how you can win a pair of tickets. We'll tell you that coming up next. A pair of tickets today on our show to see Kevin James, the Irregardless Tour, happening uh, on uh, right here. Or excuse me, not right here. Happening uh, this summer. So we'll get to that up ahead. We'll rock all your calls. Your reaction to what Slay said. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie from Borgata on ninety four WIP. Hey, let me tell you about my friends and the wonderful people at Family & Company Jewelers in Marlton, New Jersey. If you are thinking about getting engaged, and I know many are, look no further, go no further than the Family & Company Jewelers. Go right to Family & Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination. You've heard me talking about them many times before because they're wonderful what they do. Great people, experts, obviously, at the jewelry business, great pricing, uh, totally courteous. They'll walk you through the process. 
So if you're shopping for the perfect engagement ring, get yourself to Family and Company Jewelers. They've got over 2,000 reviews that are five-star ratings on Google. Angelo, the entire team there, they'll lead you in the right direction. So get the gal of your dream, the ring of her dreams, a ring from Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's Diamond Destiny. Brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Had a shootout in Dallas with the Sixers falling short to the Mavericks, 133-126, to despite some late-game heroics by Tyrese Maxey. Led a bench charge with 17 unanswered points from the end of the third through the start of the fourth. Maxey, 27. Mavs got 82 points, though, combined out of Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. Sixers now head to Milwaukee for a Saturday night matchup with the Bucks, who have won 16 straight. Looking to get engaged? Visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Visit marks-jewelers.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast. Cloudy early, chance to showers later, a high of 44. It's currently 38. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. All right, from Borgata today, show to camera, John Ritchie, uh, day 10 of the new WIP morning show. Now, we had to give away today on the show a pair of tickets to see Kevin James, the Irregardless Tour, on Friday, June 16th. It's at the Academy of Music on the Kimmel Cultural Campus. Obviously, this Eagles topic uh, started not only, well, with a loss in the Super Bowl, but specifically a feud. I mean, it's basically a Eagles feud versus Juju Smith-Schuster. It got to the point where Slay said some nonsense, which is ridiculous, but it is a feud. Uh, not the only feud, though, going on in the world, not the only feud that there's ever been in the world. As we look to give away this, uh, these tickets today to Kevin James, I want to hear a feud from everyone on the panel and every caller today. Best answer by the end of the show ever provides that answer for a uh, famous feud. By the way, feud is like a feud. So, so we're not looking for a war. That's correct. All right, like, <laughs> like the North and the South, the Civil War. More than a feud. Yeah, it's more than a feud. Uh, you get to a point where you're beyond a feud. Uh, Richie, give me a great answer for a, uh, a famous feud. Derek Zoolander versus Hansel. Ooh. It got ugly <laughs> with those that. two. I, I'm not sure, Joe, that you've seen Zoolander. Nothing. What? Wow. Nope. Nothing. Okay. Another Nothing. disappointment. we got to change that, Joe. Devin, yeah. what do you got? Really Give me good. a feud. Uh, I'm going to do my girl Taylor Swift versus Kanye West slash uh, the Kardashians. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot going on there Big through the one. years. Seltzer, what do you got? My feud led to a death. Oh, geez. How about Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton? Yeah, and oh, I, the I, duel, and that does count as a feud. Even yes, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it was a feud sure. long yeah, before the duel. For sure, yeah. I'm just like I was sort of indicating nothing that gets like too serious, like war. But no, that's fair. No, that's that's a feud. feud. Yeah, no, I mean there right. are other feuds like that that will get said that ultimately led to, to bad things. You're you're not wrong, Rhea, What do you I got? I think on the morning show we try to go a little lighter than death. I'm going to go with a slap. <laughs> will uh, Smith and Chris Rock. Yeah, Love it. yeah, and that's special this weekend yes. for Netflix. Look, a lot of ways to get this up here. Two one five five. Certainly one of the biggest ones going on in the world right now. Very public, that is. Prince William and Prince Harry. Oh, and yeah. the wives. I love it when the wives get involved. Um, said, yo, Holmes, you got to go. You're out of here. So great. And the queen gave them that house. I know. Uh, gifted them as their wedding present. Yeah, informed. I mean, it was reported yesterday. Yeah. Who knows when they were told. But it informed this home that is Harry and Meghan's. Nope, not your home anymore. Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. Uh, work? Uh, Does just, it just work like that? Uh, like, hand in your keys. Yep. Hand in Too your bad. keys. Too bad. That's how it works. 
Uh, it's all, almost that was going to work for you, stuff. John, if you were late today. <laughs> yeah. We'll take your key card, sir. All right, let's go to the phones. A great feud. And this uh, Slay thing, uh, what, a, what a horrible turn of events. I mean, I, I, come on, Darius, what are you doing, man? Let's go to Mike in New York. If you missed the audio, we'll get to it again shortly. Hi, Mike. Hello, Joe, John, Jimmy, Ray, Devin Howell. Good morning, everyone. What's up, Mike? <sighs> Dude, I, listen, I needed to kind of step away for a couple of weeks. I haven't called you in a couple of weeks. I needed to step away because every day that passed, it got worse and worse and needed, needed a little time to heal. And I thought I was healed. I literally thought I was ready to move on to the combine, to the draft, to next season. And every Joe, you know how it goes. Yep. Every time you think you're out, they pull you back in. That's exactly like, right. Like, what are you doing, man? You just opened up all the wounds again, brother. Like, yeah. what are you doing, man? You know, I, there was so many things. I was – look, we're obviously all good with him backing up his teammates. We're all good with yeah, that. I mean, even if some of the words they were a little off. You know, he's talking about how it was Mahomes and Kelsey. Outside the first quarter, they did nothing together. Like, you know who was lights out? When I heard lights out, that's when I was like, bro, what are you doing? Like, lights out. Isaiah Pacheco was lights out. So, yeah. you know, I just yeah. – sometimes, but you guys said it. Like, I don't think these guys really go back and look at the, the, the tape because he was – it was like, what game are you thinking about, Slay? Like, yeah. But Mike, even if they, like but Mike, here's the thing. Defense. Even Mike, even if you didn't watch the tape, you lost the game. He was on the field. <laughs> like, like I'll, I'll put it this way: for all the the grief we gave Tom Brady for not shaking Nick Foles' hand, you know what he never said after that game? I was better than Nick Foles during the season. I threw for 500 yards in the game. Yeah. You know, like he Brady never said that when right. they lost to the Giants in 07. He never said, "Yeah, but we were 18 and one." Like he might not have shaken a hand. But he, he dealt with the reality that on that day they were worse. Slay's basically saying, we were great in the regular season. And by the way, we were actually really, we were lights, camera, action as a defensive backs group in the Super Bowl. Oh, right. you were? Yeah. Then why did yeah. you just miss Schuster of seven catches? You know, you have to do more than stop the pass, by the way, Darius Slay. Totally. You, you do have to stop the run as well as the pass, and they ran the only it 26 the times for 158 yards. yards. 150, you, you, you talk about the 180 they got through the air, and you act like that's a good thing. What what Darius Slay did here, he sacrificed our team's moral high ground. I agree. And that's yep. why it bothers me so much. You can't yep. get that back. Well, that plus, I actually think it's a bad omen for next year, and that, that's a secondary thing that bothers me. Mike, give me a great answer for a famous feud. Number five will always love you, but T.O. will not love you back. <laughs> Number five will always oh, love you. What a great answer. Let's let's go to Dimitri right now. Hi, Dimitri. Hey, what is going on? Good morning, everybody. How are we doing? Great, Dimitri. Um, well, first of all, I want to get into the Darius Lee thing. And you guys probably aren't going to like what I'm about to say. Okay. Um, I see absolutely no problem with Darius Lee. Here's why. Here's why. Let me explain why before you jump all over, Mr. The Camera. It. Go ahead, man. Um, we in Philly, specifically in Philly, we want all our athletes, coaches, GMs, hell, even our owners, to be outspoken and transparent. Yeah, it's more, enjo it's more enjoyable when they are. I agree with you. What he said. He gave us what we want. Outspoken and transparent, and that's why I see no problem with what he said. Well, Dimitri, he gave, a, he gave us that, but he actually also gave us his actual thinking 
and he's thinking that he and his group did their job, and they, they did it. There was blown coverages. They lost to what I still believe is an inferior team. They blew a Super Bowl that with a 10-point lead, and he's basically saying, yeah, but the other quarterback only in 180 yards. Oh, oh, I mean, you kidding me? Like, that's the old, that's, what's the line, John, about the Mrs. Lincoln, uh, how was the play? How was the play, yeah. Like, yeah. your husband got right. shot and killed, but how was the play? Like, Dimitri, they lost the Super Bowl. Well, real quick, Joe, and here's the thing. Joe started this with the whole TikTok video. Various things just ended it, and I just see no problem. No, he didn't end no. it. He, he kept something alive for years that, to come. That's how I, that's how I see it. Okay. Especially Dimitri, give me a... We want our black athletes to be outspoken and transparent. Once they are, they'll be criticized. But here's my feud because Rhea took mine. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers versus his entire family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of many feuds. That, that is so interesting. All the stories I've read about it, and just the way he behaves, I go, well, I get why his family right. doesn't even like him. It checks out. Yeah, he really does seem like a jerk. He really does. Hey, t- today's Twitter poll question of the day. It's sponsored by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Armin Chevy is your Silverado truck headquarters. Find new roads at ArminChevy.com. Our right, today's question to the Phils: Do you expect Andrew Painter? The Phil's 19-year-old uh, throws about 100 miles an hour. Do you expect Andrew Painter to make the Phillies starting rotation out of spring training? A, yes. B, no. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Let's get to the audio of Slay. For those that are perhaps just tuning in, maybe you just woke up, you hear us referencing audio uh, of, of Slay from, from yesterday, from a po- his own podcast. Um, you be the judge yourself. Let's listen to the full version. Uh, in the middle of it is where I think he abdicates responsibility. But he starts by and ends by trying to stick up for, um, you know, his teammates, which I appreciate. And basically, like, Juju, what are you doing, man? Don't be a jerk. But in the middle, I think he abdicates responsibility for the Eagles' Super Bowl loss. Here's the full version of that part when Darius Slay talked about it. Come on, Juju. Y'all trolling. And it rubbed me the wrong way because y'all be wanting out here clown and stuff all pro JB. One of the best in the game. Did what he did. Of course, he got a holding call. I honestly hold every play, just like y'all offensive guys push off every play. Now, let's be honest. Like, he, Mahomes a dog out there, and him and Travis had a crazy connection. Other than that, it was lights, camera, action out there for us. We having a field day. We was having a great, great game. We just had a hard time with caps. We did feel like our DBs was way better, and that's, that's what happened on the field, y'all. I think they threw for, like, what, 180 pounds, 80 yards? Yeah, we won the number one pass defense for a reason. And, you know, to come out like that, talking crazy, you need to fix that. That ain't called for, man. Y'all be taking it to a whole new level right now, man. Y'all new generation, a little weird. What Juju need to be doing is really just be worrying about his little TikTok dances and keep it going and stop trying to play like that, man. You better play like that on TikTok. That's what we got apps for, dancing apps that y'all be on, man. Stop playing with my dog. Totally appreciate Slay sticking up for his teammate. As an Eagles fan, totally don't appreciate him saying, other than that, referring to Mahomes and Kelsey and their greatness, other than that, it was lights, camera, action out there for us. We was having a field day, a great, great game. They only threw for 180 yards. <laughs> what, a, what in the world? Let's go to the phones. Your reaction to that. I can't believe Slay said it, and I can't believe he thinks it. Let's go to Jake in West Philadelphia. Good morning, Jake. Hey, listen, uh, I'm not a big fan of all the back and forth on social media anyway, especially when you lose. When you lose, you can't say anything because yep. you got beat. But the other mm-hmm. thing is, Look at what he cited as evidence that they had a good game, that they only gave up 182 yards passing. 
that's because that was the, the, the uh, mentality of their defensive coordinator. Keep everything in front of you, nothing over the top. And I'm sure through the whole season, they look at the yards as he gave up passing, and if there wasn't a whole lot, they thought they had a good game because that's what he cited. We gave up 102 yards passing. You couldn't stop anybody. You couldn't get them off the field. You couldn't take the ball away. But, oh, we only gave up 102 yards. Yeah, Jake. Let me ask you a question. If you like, a lot of these defensive linemen won't be back or might not be back because they're a bunch of free agents. But two guys we know will be back for sure are Sweat and uh, Reddick. You know, D lineman slash linebacker. You know, whatever you want to call them. How do you think they feel, Jake? Well, because the D line was so good all year and then kind of laid an egg in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Some of them might might be a little in their feelings about the, the DB. It's one of the DBs saying that they had a good game. Bingo, bingo. Bingo. Because 180 yards on paper looks good, but they didn't get after the quarterback. Now, the field did play a factor. They didn't stop the run. The linebackers, the defensive linemen, as John has pointed out, the secondary is all part of the support of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Jake, give me a great answer for a famous feud. Uh, is it is it Hatfield and McCord? Yeah, that's, yeah. A big one. that's a big one, my man. You know, it doesn't feel like Darius slightly. He would have more ground to stand on as well if Juju Smith Schuster, like Juju Smith Schuster, had nine targets in this game yeah. and he caught seven balls. I agree, John. He he, Darius Slay talks about oh we couldn't stop Kelsey. Kelsey had six catches. Juju Smith Schuster led their team in catches. And the amazing thing, John, and I know you you've watched the film what twice. I think no, you, more, I, than that. more than that. Yeah, there were times when they were throwing the ball to Juju, and Kelsey was wide open in the middle, wide open, nobody even near him. So they could have gone to either one. Yeah, there were blown coverages. Yeah, that's the other thing. And I know you know a lot of people blame Gannon for that, and I'm not saying he's not without blame. He deserves blame, but you know these are high-priced players, many of whom had great seasons. I mean, Slay is Slay's not 23. He's no. not Andrew Painter, who's 19. It feels delusional. I mean, come on, man. It feels delusional. When he says things like, we felt our DBs were just that much better. Yeah, you were. I, I think you were, too. I felt you were. And then the Super Bowl happened, and you didn't look like you were the better group. Their wide receivers outplayed our DBs and in not the even, Super Bowl. John, not and even good A lot good of it had receivers. to do with scheme. Yeah, and not they were, even they good were average wide receivers, got the better of you and your cohorts in that secondary in the Super Bowl. Yes, you were better during the regular season, but you can't hang your hat on that any longer. That doesn't count. You lost the biggest game. Let's talk to Jerry right now. What's up, Jerry? Gentlemen, this is my first time getting a chance to call you guys since you started out. I've been on hiatus for a while. I just haven't been, able, been running late afternoons and been sleeping in. This week, my truck has been broke down all week. I just got back on the road. So I just want to give you guys a, a nice little applause for the morning show starting. <laughs> uh, something, you, uh, something people will learn. There are a few things in life that Joe DeCamera loves more than a truck horn going on. <laughs> Dude, I'm like a little kid. It warms my heart. It's like, it's like Chevy Chase driving down the road and seeing Christy Brinkley. It just makes me really happy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just want to. This is my. Yeah, I just want to let you guys know. I appreciate it. Joe. I really appreciate you calling me personally. I stared. I stared at that number the day you called me. I'm like, who the hell is calling me on a Sunday from PA? No uh, info. I I let it go. I listened to the message, and sure enough, it's Mr. The Camera thanking me for all his call for all my calls. And so this, I'm just returning the thanks back. My pleasure, buddy. Thank you. So, okay, I want to talk about the Phillies real quick. Taylor's going to make the team. 
If he don't, then they're stupid for not letting him be. He's, he's going to make the team. He's going to come north. He's going to be the fifth starter, and he's going to make some noise. He's going to he's going to take his lumps, but I think he's going to do more. He's going to have better, more better times than lumps that he's going to. My take. instinct, Sherry, is he will not. Look, we'll find out, and he'll certainly be so? a pitcher this year. Yeah, my my oh, yeah. gut my gut feeling. See, you you said something interesting. Take his lumps. Yeah. I think they're going to want him to take some lumps in the minor leagues. Now, now wow. maybe he'll be too good for that. See, this is where it gets tricky. Sometimes you can be so dominant that it's hard to take lumps because you're you're just striking out these fools. But Joe, maybe they're thinking that they bring him up, and you know he could be dominant. He could, and maybe that minute. Not I'm not putting him in the so before you say anything. I'm not putting him in the same thing as Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. But maybe their pitching can help them really hold off until Bryce gets back, you know, with hopefully the hitters they have. There's no doubt. I mean, I hear you. I just – look, James, you'll probably know this better than any of us. There is not much history of a 19-year-old playing for the Phillies. Now, there's also not that much history of someone being this good at 19 years old. There there isn't that much history of 19-year-old pitchers pitching in the majors. Like, period, man. Like, it's it's – what was he about? Doc, 20? like Felix Hernandez. Like, there have not been that many dudes yeah. who have come up to the majors at 19. I think Kershaw was 20 when he came up. Like, the greats, the greats come up early like this. It's really rare. Jerry, give me a great answer for a famous feud. Well, the guy took the one that I had, so I'm going to go with something. I don't know if, it, if you can call this a feud, but it, it's been a feud ever since it happened with Pete Rose trying to give it to the Hall of Fame of the, with the writers. I, mean, I don't know if you call that a feud or not. No, I'll, I'll give you that for sure. I mean, look, I mean, it's, it's it's not the writers. It's basically Pete Rose versus Giamatti. the, the yeah. commissioners. Multiple commissioners. And the original being Giamatti, yeah. Yeah, started with Giamatti, went to Faye Vincent, went to Bud Selig, now it's Manfred. I mean, there's four different dudes that he has not been able to break through the barrier of. Let's talk to uh, to Austin right now. How you doing, Austin? Hey, I'm good. Uh, my check engine light turned off, and it's Friday. So, oh, good man. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I want to talk about this uh, this crazy podcast audio you guys are playing. So, I, w- I want to paint a picture here. Um, I think Blaze Tunnel Vision is alarming. I mean, defense led us over six yards to carry. We're the first team in Super Bowl history to score 35 points and lose. And look, we played the best offensive line in the league, I think. action for us because uh, we lost and I just I, I don't like how he said that because I, I think it does you know hit the team negatively and from a moral perspective like you guys were saying it was more than just trash talking at that and so, also you know who this is going to be a challenge for the Eagles two leaders Nick Sirianni is the head coach and Jalen Hurts yeah. is the quarterback it's a challenge because you've got players on defense at least one that really believes this and, and, I mean, again, I, I do believe Slay, without saying it, is pointing a finger at the defensive lineman, which is not cool. I mean, it's, it's, this is not good. And a new defensive coordinator coming it's in. It's a team effort, though. Yeah. He's not looking at it as a team effort. You know, I don't like that. I'm with you, man. I think, it's, yeah. I think it's really bad. And, look, John's been on a team that lost the Super Bowl. No, he was, well, two teams, and he was no longer part of the team the next year both times. But we know it gets weird. I mean, John, the Raiders, after losing, slunk down. The Eagles, after losing in, in 04, slunk down. Sure. I mean, Super Bowl hangovers are real. And these are the type of issues that sometimes cause them. Austin, give me a famous feud. 
uh, Roadrunner and the good old Wiley the Coyote. <laughs> That's a great one. Man, I love that growing up. On and on and on and on those two would go. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.